Hello and welcome to a Pot of Tea podcast, your go-to place for tea and chats. I'm your host Emma and this morning I'm doing a podcast by myself and if my voice sounds a little bit lower than normal it's because I have just got up. Well I've had a shower (laughs) but this is the first time I've spoken today and I always think that people's voices are quite a lot lower in the morning. I'm pretty sure my friend um, Charlotte who does music was telling me that your voice can go to much lower ranges so if you ever need to sing a really low thing sing it in the morning is what I think. Anyway I just got back from Canada and it was amazing. (laughs) So I got back last weekend and I wanted to get a podcast out this Sunday so hello Sunday friends Um, so I thought I'll get up really early Um, and the other reason I wanted to get up early is because the tea that I want to do This podcast episode about is one that I actually got in Canada and it has caffeine in and I thought I'm going to do it in the morning so I can have this lovely cup of tea and then carry on about my day. So I'm going to be drinking a Budders Blend Calming Floral Bliss from David's Tea in Canada which was recommended to me um, by a very um, cool blogger called Kimberly who uh, blogs about tea. So thank you because this is a wonderful recommendation. Um... I have cheekily already had one, but we're going to have one. I couldn't wait. (laughs) I couldn't wait. So we are going to try my second cup of David's Tea Butter Blend um, today on the podcast. So it has got in it um, white tea and green tea. Yes, white tea, green tea, jasmine pearls, white hibiscus blossoms, natural and artificial flavouring. So... With the white tea and green tea in mind, what I've done is put the tea bag in a cup, a very big cup so it can cool down quickly, and I've put the tea, the um, boiling water in a teapot so that I can time the brewing properly because an overbrewed green tea is nobody's friend, my friends. Okay, so I'm going to pull that right now because I'm really, really excited to have this tea. Also, I don't function very well in the morning until I've had my first cup of tea of the day. So we need to get this, this uh, train... I'm moving. So here we go. Trying. Do you ever find when you do this that you are at risk at losing the little bit of string and tag into the teacup? Because I always do, but I've just caught it. I have spilt boiling water on the table, but hey, what's new? <laughs> what's new in the world of pot of tea if Emma isn't spilling boiling hot liquid everywhere? So here we go. So it's got a nice, oh my God, already you can just smell it. It smells so good. It smells really like fruity. Yeah, fruity and floral. It just smells absolutely delicious. I know I'm in for a treat, guys. I'm going to, you know, make no qualms about this. I know I'm in for a very good cup of tea in a minute. I'm completely sold with David's tea. Anyway, let's let that breathe. So I'm looking at the timer. Yeah, I'm going to let that breathe for two minutes. So, yes, I went to Canada um, thinking I might, you know, see a lot of teas while I'm out there. I'm going to be honest, I got sidetracked by wine. (laughs) So (laughs) I um, ended up having quite a large amount of gin and wine and having a lovely, lovely time in that department um, and thereby not having as much tea as as I may have predicted. But I had a couple of cups of tea that were definitely of note, the first of which was in the airport. So I don't know about you guys, but when I go to the airport for a a long haul flight, I like to get there nice and early so I can have some food. (laughs) It's the done thing. You get to the airport, you now feel calm because you're not... I My biggest worry when flying is the bit getting from wherever you're based to the airport because I just think that's out of your control. There's roads, there's cars. Um, If you're getting public transport, there's the weather. Um, 
So that's a very nervous time for me. And then once I'm there and have accepted all the things I've forgotten, what did I forget this time? I always forget something. Oh, I can't remember. I've forgotten what I've forgotten. But um, yeah, I forgot. I think the um, the best thing I've forgotten is when me and Jack went to Japan, I forgot my uh, going out boots. So I spent the entire trip in a pair of trainers, which is not a bad thing, I'm going to be honest. And I was also in a pair of trainers for the majority of the Canada trip, despite what I was wearing, because I love trainers and they're comfy. And when you're walking a lot, they are your best friend. So, oh dear, I need to cough. Yes, morning voice as well and truly here. Just had a little cough, um, which I hopefully have cut out. I've managed to cut out due to the wizardry that is technology. So you can take out um, things like coughing. So anyway, yes, we got to the airport and we um, had actually stopped en route for a cheeky prep. Um, we did a little pit stop on our way to Gatwick. Um, so we weren't actually as hungry as I normally would be on a trip. Um, so instead of going for a full-on like breakfast situation, we went to Yo Sushi and sat there and we had some, <laughs> in the morning, we had some edamame beans and a couple of their mochi balls because if you haven't been to Yo Sushi, go just to have their mochi balls, which are like these little soft rice balls filled with cheesecake. And, oh my God, they are so nice. They're so nice. Anyway, we're about to get to the actual tea and I'm aware that this tea is now brewed. So I'm going to take this tea bag out so that... I don't overbrew it, which nobody wants, I'm sure. So there he goes. I'm gonna put him in the teapot. Okay, I'm gonna have another smell. Oh, honestly, so nice. Smells so good. Um, yes, so the first tea of the trip, Yo Sushi. I had a little look at their menu and they had a ginger tea, and I was like, that's exactly what I need before going on a flight. A nice fresh ginger tea. And it came over in one of the little cups that doesn't have a handle, sort of the little round clay cup and it was very nice it was lovely I've got to say I had quite a um seaweed taste to it you know the nor is it nori that they put the seaweedy stuff that goes on sushi it had a bit of that to it which I wasn't quite expecting I think um it, it definitely was supposed to have a bit of green tea in there um but yeah I wasn't expecting that taste so I'm hoping <laughs> that it was supposed to have that taste in there um, let's pretend that it was, and it wasn't just a washing up incident. Um, but no, I, I mean, I was enjoying it. I drank it. Um, yeah, so that was a really, that was a nice tea. That was a fresh tea. I know at uh, Yosushi you can get unlimited green tea, which I need to take them up on when I next go there. So yeah, then we got on the train, on the train, on the plane to Canada. And joyfully they come around and they offer you tea. Um, we flew with WestJet. Flow. We flew with WestJet. It is early, guys. And um, we flew with WestJet. Um, I recommend them. They are very good. They did this in-flight thing where usually on a plane you would have a screen in front of you where you could watch movies. Instead of that, they had an in-flight program where you would watch it on your phone or a tablet. So if you've got a tablet, you're on to a winner. If you've got a phone, it's really, really small. But I did. I enjoyed some episodes of Modern Family. And I did watch films as well, so we're fine. And then they came round, had a nice cup of tea on the plane. You know, you're on a plane, it's what you want. So that was good. And then we got to Canada, and then the whirlwind began. Oh my gosh, so we went to visit Rebecca Felgate. Um, she's been on the podcast before, you might have listened to that episode. If you haven't, do this. The episodes uh, that she's on is when she flew back to the UK from New York. She'd gone to New York and was coming back for Christmas and got caught up in all of the Gatwick drone drama. So she was a little bit tired. 
Um, but she did a, you know, a wonderful podcast and she is a very, very dear, dear friend of mine. So it was very exciting to go out there because I hadn't been to Canada. She's lived there for four years and this was the first time I'd gone to Canada to visit her, which was really exciting. And my little sister Alice, who's also been on this, I just get everyone on the podcast, who's also been on the podcast, came along too and had a great time. And it was really wonderful to go on holiday with my sister. So off we went and yeah from the minute we landed it was just like the fun train had come into town and we were getting on it and we were going to have a lovely time um so we we got to Becca's we instantly got dressed up and went to a party so Becca does YouTube and Instagram and so she does a lot of sort of like promo things and gets invited to lovely lovely things and so yeah so we went to this party um where I had gin (laughs) and I was the jet lag was starting to kick in um, Canada is five hours behind us, so it was starting to feel like midnight, but we were out. And yeah, we just went, you know what, let's commit, let's pretend that we're on a different time zone. And we had a great time, we were all dressed up, having gin and cocktails and, and canapes and things. And then we went somewhere for some beer, and that's when it really started to settle in. And I was like, oh, oh, it's time to sleep, it is time to sleep. So off we went back home. And the next day we went to, so we went to Canada, we went to Toronto specifically, thinking that we were going for a holiday in a city, because Toronto. Little did we know that just off Toronto are some islands, and they are amazing, and if you are planning on going to Toronto, definitely factor in some time to go across to the islands. Now, we didn't go to Centre Island, which is the one that has, I believe it has like a lot of amusement park stuff on there, like arcades and things, which I'm very much a fan of. Um, But no, we went to Ward Island, which I'd recommend if you want somewhere a bit of away from the hustle and bustle. It was very calming. It was not too full of tourists. I was a tourist, so I was filling up with some tourists, but it wasn't too full of tourists. And it was, yeah, it was something quite special. So we got on something called a Tiki Taxi across the Ontario Lake and made it to Ward Island. And so that was our first day, our first day in Toronto, out of the city, we're in our swimwear, we're on a beach, I had a swim, it was really wonderful, no tea, not a tea in sight guys, I'm sorry, <laughs> definitive lack of tea, we took some, um, what is known in Canada as a cooler, so we took some coolers across with us, um, and enjoyed those, and it was really pleasant, oh I think I might have had a tea in the morning at Becker's, or a coffee, I'm, I'm not sure, but yes, there was one tea of note that we had on Ward Island, which I will talk about in a second, because I think it's time to sip this David's tea. Oh, I mean, it's just so nice. It's so light. There is a definitely a sweetness to it and a floral flavour to it. And that, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know how I feel about hibiscus. <laughs> and I can taste it. And it's, it's really delicious. I'm going to have some more. Honestly, that is hitting all the right notes. You've got sort of the delicateness of white tea. The green tea isn't overpowering. You've got this lovely floral, slightly sweet, fruity flavour going on with it. Budget tea is where it's at. I mean, this was not a cheap date, if I remember. It was, so you get 15 cups of tea out of this. And I believe it was around like $9. I might be fibbing there, but around about nine, seven to nine dollars. So, but then again, when you convert back to the pound, not too shabby. So I need to remember that. I do, I I struggle when I go abroad with the different currencies, trying to remember what it was in, you know, the money that I originally paid. Um, But I was, so I actually picked this up in the airport just before we left, because I had that moment of going, 
oh, I really want like a tea souvenir. I do enjoy a tea souvenir now. And when I was in Amsterdam, I got the sum sum lemon and ginger. And lo and behold, like destiny, there was David's tea in the airport, a place that had been recommended to me. And I was like, right, I'm going to have to get something from there. And I had just enough dollars left <laughs> to get this butter blend. Um, there was so much choice there as well, so much choice. I'm really glad I went for this one um, because I know I'm going to enjoy this time and time again. But I'm definitely going to see if I can get some more David's tea um, to review on this podcast because I'm enjoying it so much. So yes, David's tea, this is this is lovely. I could just sit and drink it all day. And can we just have a little thank you to the first tea of the day because there is nothing like it. I mean, there's a number of teas that I get very excited about during the day, but the first tea of the day it just, it's starting to wake me up. I'm starting to, I mean, it does help that the sun seems to be like glowing a little bit more now. Is it the tea? Is it nature? Who knows? Um, but yeah, this is, this is nice. It just makes you feel like you're ready for the day. I like to have a moment in the mornings before I crack on with my day that I have a cup of tea and that I sit for a little bit. So I either read my book or even if all I can spare is 10 minutes while I eat my breakfast, but that moment before you get into the hustle and bustle, a moment that you have for yourself is incredibly important, I think, to get your head in the right headspace to go on the rest of the day. So I'm quite enjoying, I do like to do creative things when I wake up first in the morning. I do have work today and I like to do stuff before I go to work that's creative if I can get up early enough because I then feel like I've done something that's specifically for me, something that's very fulfilling for myself creatively, is a really nice start to my day, because then when I go in and I go into my job, I feel like even more ready to get going, because my brain's already started ticking, and I feel like I've achieved something already, it's a lovely combination, so I'd recommend it if you can get up early enough, I can't do this all the time, I go through, uh, I go through kind of phases of it, where I'll get um, inspired to suddenly get up early and I'll do that for a couple of weeks. And then I go, no, I want more sleep. And then I'll come home and I'll make sure that I have an hour in the evening. I flip back to morning time. I got back yesterday after work and I thought, okay, I'm going to do my podcast. And I just had this feeling. And it, like sometimes that feeling is a bit of a lazy feeling and you have to kick yourself out of it and go, no, you're going to do what you said you're going to do. And sometimes it's just that you're really tired. And I was really tired <laughs> yesterday. And I was like, no, I'm going to acknowledge that because if I try and record a podcast, it's not going to be a very um, chatty one. I'm not going to be my most lively. So I'll save it for the morning. And I'm so glad I did. Good morning. I mean, I don't know when you're listening to this. Is it the morning for you? Are you on the way to work? and you're uh, listening to a podcast, or is this a nice evening, and you, you yourself have a cup of tea, and you're sat down and, and settled, and I'm maybe a bit too much <laughs> for that vibe right now, but yes, morning time is here. So, the tea of note that I had on Ward Island, so myself and Alice, the next day, um, woke up in the morning and got inspired, and we just went, we want to go paddle boarding, because we saw, Becca had told us that you could do it on Ward Island, and we looked online, and there happened to be a lesson at half ten. So we got ourselves up really quickly, got dressed. Becca was going to work that day. Got ourselves in an Uber. Got on the Tiki Taxi, because we'd learned how to get to Ward Island at this point. So we were being very pleased with ourselves, because we knew exactly how to get there. Got across, and we joined a paddleboarding lesson. And we were very lucky that we managed to get... So there was a big group doing a paddleboarding lesson that we had kind of tacked onto by booking that morning. And the instructor, the I think the guy who owns the the stand up boarding, uh, stand up paddle SUP stand up paddle boarding centre on Ward Island, a guy called Julian, 
came and spoke to us and he ended up giving us a lesson just us two because the other group all knew each other and they were so big so they had a couple of other instructors so I felt really grateful for that that was really nice and um, I always feel I think everyone does a little bit nervous when you're doing something you haven't done before especially when it's something physical and practical because you're like can I actually do this and he was an amazing teacher can I say I would if you would like to do stand-up paddleboarding in Toronto you need to go across to Ward Island and see Julian and and learn with them because they were just all of them actually the instructors we spoke to after as well really really friendly made us feel really at ease and got us paddleboarding really really quickly I'm going to be honest it is not the hardest thing to do I discovered um, but I think it's worth having someone tell you how to get going in the first place for example I would have paddled with my paddle the wrong way around instantly and also having that reassurance of someone telling you when to get up like he was explaining that the board needs to be moving when you stand up so you have a little bit more stability things like this are really useful he taught us some tricks on how to turn and sort of bat ourselves away if we're going into something I did go into a bush at one point not at any fault of Julian's I was I was paddling my sort of left and right went out the window and I was paddling the wrong way into a bush I went um, but other than that there were no mishaps and we got an amazing view of Toronto, the CN Tower, the skyline that you see, like if you if you type in Toronto skyline, the picture you usually see is often taken from Ward Island. And we got to have a view of that on the paddleboard and got a really wonderful picture as well, which is a great memento of our trip. So I would recommend stand up paddleboarding with them. I think they were just called, I can't remember the name of them now. I'll find out and I'll do a little shout out online to them, I think. Um, but yeah, if you just Google stand-up paddleboarding, Ward Island, if you're going to Toronto, go with them. Honestly, couldn't recommend them enough. So we'd done our paddleboarding, and then they recommended us this cafe, which was quite close to the ferry port. So off we went to there, and we got a couple of their salad boxes. We wanted to have a kind of picnic-y lunch. And I looked up, and they did a tea called a London Fog. Now, you might be familiar with this, and if you are, do you like it? Because I was completely sold. And if not, I'll explain what it is now. So it is an Earl Grey in you know water as normal but they then add some vanilla syrup very indulgent and they use milk that has been frothed like you were doing a cappuccino so it's a frothy vanilla-y Earl Grey and funnily enough uh, not but a week ago before this trip my friend Charlotte came to visit and we were discussing tea because she is the lady who got me into tea and will hopefully be on this podcast soon. I'm going to see if I can set up a Skype one with her because she is a true delight and an ever so talented lady. Um, but yeah, she was discussing how she'd recently been to a Starbucks and they, she'd ordered an English breakfast tea, like just a normal tea. And they put the hot milk with the froth in that tea. And she was aghast at this. And I agreed because the milk helps cool the tea down so it gets to a, a more optimum drinking temperature quickly. And they just put boiling hot milk, well, not boiling, but very hot milk in with her cup of tea. And I was like, oh, that's terrible. And here I was ordering a tea that had the very same frothy milk. But I think because it was designed to have that, I was more accepting of it and I was quite excited to try it. Um, so we sat down. I did a little bit on my Insta story about it. And it looked really weird as all the froth and the tea bag was floating in there. It wasn't the most visually appealing of things. But it tasted delicious. You know I love an old grey. They are so great. It's one of my favourite teas of all time. I love vanilla syrup. That's usually if I was going to have a syrupy coffee, I'd put vanilla in there. And Earl Grey and vanilla go together really well. I know that's a flavour pairing that you see in a lot of tea at the moment. A lot of people are combining those two. So you know it's going to be good from the start and then obviously it's really sweet and sugary. It felt like, you know, if you get a chai tea latte from 
a coffee chain and it's like sugary and sweet and warm milk and just that lovely feeling it felt like in line with that it felt indulgent you know almost like having a hot chocolate obviously not as indulgent as that but you know up there really really delicious and London fog I saw London fog and I was like I must try I like the name because it worked visually it worked with the froth and the grayness coming from the Earl Grey um it looked like a London fog so well done to them I have just realised there was another tea that I had while over in Canada that was that was interesting. And that was actually after the first day. So I haven't even got past the second day here. <laughs> after the first day. Um, so we'd been swimming on Ward Island. We'd had some coolers on the beach. And we decided we wanted to go get some Chinese food. So Becca led the way, led the foray into Chinatown, where we caught the tail end of a little festival. There seemed to be a, a sort of street fair going on. It certainly looked like it was the end of it, but we managed to catch a couple of Chinese dragons walking down the street with some drumming, which was really nice. So we had a little look around at the um, places where you could eat Chinese, and Becca decided actually we'll go to one that she has been to before. And we went in, and it was... I have not been to a restaurant like that before. It was like a really large room, like a hall, big, big tables, and the server was like, she was like, do you want to sit do you mind sitting on a table with other people? And we were like, no, that's fine. So we sat on this massive round table that could seat, seat like 12 people. There were like two other groups there. I had a spinny bit in the middle and they put like about three or four menus on the table. We were like, oh, okay. And we were looking at them. We were like, oh, it was just difficult and it was noisy and, and a lot of like kind of chaos, but joyful chaos going on everywhere. And they brought across some tea so complimentary I believe I, I don't think I really saw the breakdown of the bill we just sort of split it three ways but they brought over this pot of tea and some cups and I think it was like it tasted floral I want to say it was like a jasmine tea it was very light it wasn't like too powerful but having been on the island and been swimming and at this point be a bit cold because I didn't bring any change of clothes I was still wearing my swimwear <laughs> under my clothes and yeah having a bit of day of, of sort of running around and and being full on, we had this this little cup of tea, and it was so good, it was so nice, and it went really well with the food, we didn't actually order any of the drinks other than that, that tea that came with it, so that was lovely, but yeah, the food ordering was, I ended up, we asked for, um, I've really enjoyed tofu and black bean sauce, and we asked for that, and it wasn't on the menu, and they, they quite happily made that, um, because the menus were hard to navigate, it was hard to figure out what you're having, and I don't eat meat, so... And Becca also doesn't eat meat, so it was looking for bits that didn't have um, pork in were quite difficult, actually, on those menus. But the food came, and I would say two of the three dishes were amazing. <laughs> One of them um, was these noodles, and they had this, I don't know, I think we confused the lady when we ordered, and we asked for some noodles, and then looked at someone else's noodles, and we were like, like that? And she was like, like that? And we were like, yeah. And I think the order, they must have ordered plain noodles, and then we got plain noodles, and it was like, why? <laughs> why is there no flavour here but we had the tofu and black bean sauce we had some rice and um, with vegetables that had been stir fried delicious really good my mouth's now watering because I haven't had breakfast yet so I'm gonna have some more tea yeah so that was that was lovely I mean other than that guys I'm not gonna lie to you that was pretty much the extent of the tea apart from like a couple of normal brews of a morning um, I had some coffee, you know, a bit more coffee than I did tea when I was out there. I'm trying to curb the caffeine addiction now, so I'm, I'm going to 
pull rein that back in because I noticed because I wasn't drinking as many hot beverages I'm pretty sure I had a little caffeine headache while I was out there which um it's not ideal and makes me think that I was probably drinking too much coffee and tea at work while I've been here so since I've been back I've been back a week now I have not been drinking caffeine caffeinated beverages unless it's a particularly extra special moment such as now so this is a caffeinated beverage won't be having another one today I'll stick to the herbals and the decafs um yeah so but yeah I had quite a bit of coffee while I was out there and as I say a lot of wine the wine comes from we went to Niagara on the lake so well first we went to Niagara Falls which is a brilliant, brilliant place. I will happily go back to Niagara Falls if ever I go back to um, Canada because, well, firstly, I love the boat into the the waterfalls. I hadn't done that before. And me and my sister, Becca, had and a few times. So she she sort of dropped the kids off at the lake, at the, at the falls, and wandered off to go write some more of her book. She's writing a book at the moment, which is really exciting, and I think it's going to be a really great read. Uh, so she went off, <laughs> took herself off to go do that, while we very kindly drove us to Niagara, and then went and wrote a book for a bit. So me and Alice went on the... Uh, on the boat into the into the falls and it was like you know like the rapids you get out of um like Orton Towers or a theme park of any description it was like that but extreme and it was really invigorating and really exciting and the, like I looked up at the falls and I got this feeling of like this is what it would feel like if you fell off if the world was flat I don't believe it's flat it's very much round guys um but if the world was flat and the water was all spilling off the edge and you looked up as you fell over that's what it looks like when you look up at Niagara Falls because you can't see past the edge very very beautiful it was a sunny day there was rainbows aplenty which was you know really nice to see so we did the falls and then we went into Niagara um like there's a strip that runs down to the falls that is just full of arcades and uh Ripley's believe it or not museum and this weird like track that you can drive a go-kart around and Fun House, and Horror House, and all that. it's amazing, it's just gaudy, and bright, and I love that kind of thing, and these are self-tat, <laughs> I'm there for it, um, so we ended up going into an arcade there, and had a really, really fun time, discovered a Kung Fu Panda game, um, in the arcade, where you have to, like, hit, it's like you're pretending to be the panda, and you're, like, hitting different things, and you're, like, chopping them, um, really good game, if I can find that in the UK, I will be spending some money on that, because I really, really enjoyed it, um, yeah, so that was Niagara, so we'd go there. But then we ended up at Niagara-on-the-Lake, so we booked an Airbnb and stayed there for two nights. There was a patio, there was... So, Canadians, if there's anyone who is Canadian listening to this, can you tell me how much you love a patio? Because when I was out there, I noticed that there is a thing about sitting on a patio, and I was there for it. I enjoyed... We, we sat on a patio a couple of times. We went to a patio party, in fact, on the um, Tuesday night. It's a really cool patio party, um, where we were, again, thank you Becca Roo <laughs> for getting us to, to such a party. Uh, so we were on top of a building in this patio, having some drinks, looking out over a lovely Toronto skyline. But yeah, there was, you know, if you go to a bar or something like that, they'll have a patio out back and sort of rave about it in front and people are drawn in. To the extent that we went to somewhere for beer and they were built, they were in the process of building a patio. So the patio wasn't even done. And two people came in, ever so excited, and they were like, we're here, we're here, I've seen that you, I live across the street, I've seen you've been building a patio, we're coming. And they're like, oh no, it's not ready yet, we, you know, we need someone to come out and inspect it, inspect it, and let us know that it's okay for people to sit out there. We even got the furniture on it. 
it's not quite ready, but it will be soon. And this girl's face was crestfallen. And she was like, oh, but I've invited people. I've told everyone about this patio party, um, this patio that you have here. And I was, I was going to bring all my friends. And I was like, wow, they haven't even opened the patio. And people are, are drawn to it in their droves. So <laughs> Canadians, how much do you love a patio? Is it a thing? Um, because, yeah, I love it. And I'm now sort of looking around. I think it got instilled in my brain because me and Jack went into town the other day and he had work at the forum and we were looking about and I was like oh let's get let's get a hot drink and sit on the Mazzano patio which is sort of outside of uh, outside of the forum looking out um, on the cathedral and over the market and then we did that and it's just in my brain now that if there's a patio you must sit on it and the Airbnb that we went to also had a patio Becca is very much Becca you've got the patio culture, because I remember you saying a couple of times, oh, I want to get there in time to sit on the patio, and I was like, hee um, and we did, and we were very fortunate, it was this lovely, like, layout in the garden, and there was an American, well, Canadian grill thing, where they don't use, uh, so if we have a barbecue here, we'll use charcoal, um, and I think, I think it is a bit more common over, over the sea, over the waters, to use gas, so it's a bit easier, I must say, and it was this big grill, and it felt more like you could cook a bit better on it, actually, if I'm honest. It didn't have the charcoal taste, but it was easier to cook with. Um, so we had a barbecue out there, and then we spent a whole day cycling around vineyards. This, my friends, is why I did not drink much tea in Canada. A couple of very notable, very cool teas were drank, and I've come back with a tea souvenir but I did not have as much as I thought I was going to because wine. Um, so we cycled around the vineyards. We got to do some amazing wine tours. We went to a place called Stratus Wine, which um, was the best experience I think we had. It was incredible. I didn't know how wine was made, so my eyes were opened. We got to try some different wine samples. I got to try a type of wine, um, a few different places called Ice Wine. So I might just, I know this isn't tea, but I'm going to tell you about Ice Wine quickly before I go because I'm looking at the time and I am gonna have to leave soon to go to my uh, go to my job. So ice wine is a type of wine that can only be made in the winter in Canada. And what they do is they go out and they can only pick the grapes between minus five and minus eight degrees. So that's really cold. So most of them pick them by hand. So they get this these uh, frozen grapes and apparently because the grapes are frozen it creates a kind of nectar which they then squish out and you only get like a little bit of nectar from each bunch of grapes and that nectar gets turned into ice wine which is incredibly sweet it's a very much like a dessert wine um, and it's lovely it's really really nice and I love a story and I love that I was drinking this wine I was trying we tried ice wine in a couple of different places and they were explaining it and I just love the process that goes into it and you drink it and you're like wow someone had to go out and minus five degrees to create this this wine and they only get like a little bit of it and I'm drinking some it was yeah it was lovely so if you I think I believe that they also make ice wine in Germany I'm gonna check that out there I saw that somewhere they were saying called like German ice wine um, so that is something that is made in different countries. So your country might make ice wine. Um, if not, if you go to Canada, try some ice wine. And then once you, I didn't know that it, it was a thing. Um, but after getting the ice wine uh, drink, I then went out and realised that it was everywhere. And then at the airport, they sold like ice wine sweets and actual little bottles of ice wine. I got Jackson. So yeah, ice wine for the win. But that yeah, I mean, that's a bit of a ramble about my trip to Canada. We did so, I can't, we only went for a few days, but it's really hard to explain everything that we did. We went up the CN Tower, 
We went to an alley called Graffiti Alley and got some lovely photographs. We went, yeah, and had a hullabaloo <laughs> and a wonderful time. So to conclude, a big thank you to uh, Becca Felgate, Becca, if you're listening to this, for an incredible holiday. You are the host of the most. She did so much um, and planned so much to make sure that we had a really nice time and um, obviously had us to stay in her, her really adorable flat. Um, which, gosh, she has really good taste. You know when you go to someone's house and you look around and you're like, oh, I need to decorate my house more because yours looks really nice. And that happened, (laughs) which is probably now why I have new mustard curtains, but um, which we went out and got the other day. Yeah, so thanks, Becca, for a wonderful holiday. Thank you, Alice, if you're listening, because you are a wonderful person to go on holiday with. And thank you, everyone, for listening. So I'm going to quickly enjoy the rest of my tea as I get ready for work. I hope you all have a wonderful day doing whatever you're doing today. And I will be back again soon with another tea review or another tea and chat, depending on who I get on the podcast next. Um, Yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. 